Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 148 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with your, co- your co-host, my co-host. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, crisis actors. It's Mary. It is a hectic day in here, which is why I screwed up my, my intro. That hecticness is due to this man over here. And the hectic- our hecticness our is all host. me. Well, actually, so the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Wonderful We're Just day. getting right Thank into goodness. it. Yeah, huh? well, because of that, there's a video I have to upload. I needed to put finishing touches on it. We usually upload at like 1.30, mm-hmm. 2 at the latest. It's 3 o'clock. Had a business call, mm-hmm. so I've been back and forth trying to get this all touched up. And I got the video uploaded. Turned out there was a slight glitch in it. Need to fix that. And I'm literally uploading my video now as we speak, wearing the same shirt I wore on TimCast yesterday. What a mess. But I am glad to be here. And even though I had this going on, I made a commitment to do this podcast. And I like you guys, so I didn't want to ditch you. And by the way, introduce yourself. I am Seamus Coughlin of Freedom Tunes. (laughs) I make cartoons at a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. And we're about to release one of them right now. This is the first ever time a Freedom Tunes video has been released while I've been on another podcast. This is how... You hustle, ladies and gentlemen. You, you never stop the grind when we're you're doing cartoons on YouTube. We're essentially just uh, doing it, but flying by the seat of their pants as, as they we're used to. We're always true. this hectic yeah. anyways. Yes. Well, good. Then I guess I fit in here. Well, yeah. I was like, when, when he was coming in, I'm like, I'm not offended because I've seen him run up there at like 7.55 for IRL. Yes. So he's, yes. he's not always. No uh, it's, it's all good. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about Denise Richards and um, uh, the, the slow um, moral decay of America, I guess you would say. We have, uh, Is it slow? Has that it's, been slow? It's, it's kind of slow. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. slow. We're, I, I have my it's own takes quicker. on this. Now, Brett finally is outnumbered by moralists That's on this right. show. I am, yes. I, I've picked it. Well, I picked this topic for that exact reason. I, I am going to be the person here saying, you know. What's the topic? It's, it's, uh, uh, Denise Richards, mm. the, the actress, her daughter is 18 and joined OnlyFans. That's very sad. And, and she, yeah. well, no, well, what she did to be a supportive mother is she decided to we'll, join. We'll get into join, it. Yes, yeah, we'll yeah. get into it. We'll get into it. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the ongoing saga that is Ezra Miller um, in this story it, it really is um, it is uh, mental illness Mad Libs uh, it feels like to me uh, whenever we talk about this and then we're going to get into Amber Heard and what uh, her fans are doing is essentially amounting to wanting to silence people who disagree with them on the internet which wait is, is, that just, a, is that a it, thing people are into nowadays silencing, silencing people on the internet who disagree with that's crazy they love that stuff crazy. Yeah, yeah. they love yes. that stuff we got that we got Podluck we got a bunch of other stuff so if you I know he's not ready Mary 
but well, if I'm you're ready. ready, I'll make up for we it. Will, we'll it's just okay. get right into it. All right. So <laughs> it says Denise Richards joins OnlyFans after feuding with Charlie Sheen over daughter Sammy. So yes, what it is is they uh, uh, Sammy Sheen, which is Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards' uh, youngest, or, or, say, or what they have they, a younger daughter I, named Lola who's seventeen, but uh, Sammy turned eighteen in March. Yes, and she. We covered this, I believe it was last week. Yes. She started her OnlyFans page and her father disapproved, obviously. For in a very tepid way. Yeah, ba- barely what you'd call disapproval. Yeah, he, he just, he encouraged her to do it in a classy and creative way. Whatever that there, means. There's no such thing. Whatever yeah, that means. You cannot means. expose your I, naked body to strangers. Right, exactly. Thank you. Um, what else happened? Where did this money come that, from? That's, that's, that's from uh, Caleb Bashard on on. On super chat, so money gets yeah. sprayed out it's, when you get a super chat. Yes, I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty awesome. They don't do I that thought, on IRL, do look, they? I thought that given the stress of getting this video done, like I literally lost my mind. I was like, oh, did uh, money just shoot at me? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and you're not even Sammy Sheen. That's like money's literally right. being shut. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, low blow there. Uh, so basically, so he got into an open feud with his ex-wife over this because. Uh, Sammy did this while under her roof. Yes. And Charlie Sheen blamed it on that. Uh, and Thank also you. last is this, year... Does this every super chat? Every super every chat. Every yeah. super chat. Well, you know, it doesn't seem as cool anymore. It's no. Like every single time. Charm is lost face. already. I, mean, I know. It's like the first time Damn. it was really cool. Honestly, it's baller. Keep it. It it, it, it wears off after a while. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it does not. It, 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 <laughs> it, it still freaks out uh, a s- several of the people who no, come here. No, we just need a crisis party and then, then it'll yeah, be... Yeah, he doesn't even know about that. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Sammy Sheen started it well under her mother's roof and that's why charlie sheen decided to to make a cheap shot at his ex-wife over it which but is he sad. didn't really care that his daughter was on OnlyFans. they're making it about the marriage all. not about right their it's, daughter's it's an opportunity for them to argue with each other and point fingers but <laughs> not to actually show that they care no I also like the part where Denise Richards is like, he doesn't have a right to judge. Right. And I'm so, like, you kind of, it's not really matter. It doesn't matter if he has a right to. He should anyways, because he's her dad. And that dad. gives and him the him right towards to, making a good decision. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even think that he was disapproving in a, in a way that, you know, showed any conviction anyway. But the new development with this is that Denise Richards has come out against him again and all of the other backlash that she that her daughter received for joining OnlyFans. So she posted this long open letter on Instagram that I'll read for you read, right now. Yeah, read it. Uh, she said, lots of negative comments on my social this past week. I have to say, I wish I had the confidence my 18-year-old daughter has. And I also can't be judgmental of her choices. I did wild things in Playboy. Quite frankly, her father shouldn't be either. And to be able to ignore the negativity at her age it took me many years and i still sometimes struggle i'm in awe of her ability to be able to shut out the noise because it can destroy you i recently learned about OnlyFans in the last few months the judgment that because women and men of the adult film industry are on there i imagine they're on instagram and twitter as well is there really a difference between posting a picture of ourselves in a bikini on instagram we've all done it I don't think we have because you get paid on OnlyFans. I'm pretty sure Instagram and Twitter and Facebook do quite well off of all of us. Is it so bad to control it and monetize it too? 
I'm sorry, but if I can get paid and at my age to see me in a bikini, God bless you. Perhaps I should open my own account. Oh, and those of you that are so judgmental, sounds like you might already subscribe to an OnlyFans account. Have a great weekend. But this is, all right, so there's a couple things to say here. And this <laughs> is going to be very bold for someone without children. But uh, there is, in reality, the possibility of commenting on something someone is doing that you consider to be a mistake when you yourself have made that mistake. Exactly. It's called parenting, mm -hmm. uh -huh. right? Parents, every single person did something stupid when they were young. Yep. You should not want your children to imitate your stupidity, right? You should be able to look back at your life and go, ah, shouldn't have done that. Wish I hadn't done that. Going to tell my children not to. Right. It's so bizarre I'll to give me. you an example. Like my parents used to um, tell me that they, they quit smoking and my mother and father both smoked for many years. Can you imagine if I came home with like a pack of cigarettes at 14 and like, well, who am I to judge? <laughs> I used to smoke cigarettes when I was younger. Yeah, usually when those when those types of conversations happen with with a child, it comes in the context of the child knows that what they did was wrong, and they're saying, "Look, I made the same mistake when I was your age," but that doesn't necessarily make it the right thing to do. Right. And, and again, I'm I'm less on the moralist side here. Like if Denise Richards wants to start an OnlyFans, I say, you know, that's your business. I do take issue with literally using your 18 year old daughter's decision to cho choose to to be on that platform as a way of like launching your 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 page also well and i just want to mention this i know i'm really harping on this here but has she heard of the concept of a cautionary tale <laughs> does she recognize that like someone can have a story about something they did that they look back upon and say that was wrong shouldn't have done it like people can learn from the choices they make there's another point here too she says i'm sure a lot of these people have only fans accounts themselves well in typical fashion the thief thinks everyone steals this is always what happens when a social conservative or someone with any level of moral decency says you should not be normalizing yeah. this sexually perverted behavior. The left says, oh, you're a secret pervert. Well, hold on a second. Why is it that the people who are pushing for more perversion in society yeah. are just decent, honest people who care about human rights and liberty, and to call them a pervert would be cruel and over the line? Yeah. But when you're dealing with people who want to promote moral decency, it's open season with the cheap shots, and you can make any and all insinuations about them sexually without any evidence. Yeah. Also, I, I take issue with the idea that she's saying that what her daughter has is confidence. I would say it's naivete. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 she's naive. It's a, it's a lack of, like, and that's not she's, her fault. She's it's in like, awe of her daughter's ability to ignore the, her better judgment. And like I said, if she wants to do it, I say, I, I guess legally that's fine. But I don't think the mom should be encouraging is if she, what she's doing is brave. I mean, really, this was... What made this more despicable is that she followed it up with a few posts now uh, promoting her own OnlyFans page. No, that's what I'm saying. She's using his what promotion. What she perceives to be standing in solidarity with her daughter yeah. and uh, being like, if they're going to judge you, they can judge me too. We're in this together. So um, she, she has posted some racy pictures on Instagram herself promoting her own page now that, by the way, is $25 to subscribe yeah. instead of $20, which her daughter's is. She so she's saying, her, her I am $5 more worth than my daughter's. Well, and, and I want to say this as well. The left, this is the stage of, we are at the stage of leftism where they start saying things that it sounds like me in disguise yeah. would say. So she mentioned, haven't we all posted pictures of ourselves in our bikini on Instagram? Yes, and you shouldn't. That's also bad. Yeah. That's also wrong. And that does lead us towards this kind of degeneracy that normalizes it. So you shouldn't do that either. 
Um, they're not equivalent, but I, I love when left-wing people almost get the point. Like, yes, the over-sexualization of our culture and the objectification of women has been bad. Yeah, And, and plus, it's not like Charlie, like you said, Charlie Sheen basically got like bullied into like then ch taking their side uh, in the in the one article where it's uh, what right. it here it says like uh, Charlie Sheen has done an about face with his daughter Sammy now saying that he's withdrawing his objections to her OnlyFans yeah. it's he like said, a, a court statement Denise almost. has illuminated a variety of salient points that in my haste I overlooked and dismissed and I don't buy that Charlie Sheen used salient in a sentence on its own yeah. I think somebody <laughs> else wrote that which is even more ghoulish right yes. uh, now more than ever it's essential that Sammy have a united parental front to rely upon as she embarks on this new adventure of amateur pornography <laughs> that was there was well, some from this moment forward sh forward she will have it abundantly well and, and so here's the thing it's it's complicated because when you're looking at other people's lives you don't want to tear them apart there's only so much we know mm -hmm. i think it's good to condemn this behavior i think it's also worthwhile to point out that charlie sheen is probably not the most positive male role model to have in the home no, no. i don't know the man personally but just given what we, we've heard about him in the news th that's Likely the case. Uh, we've gotten more super chats Thank here. You. So it's a sad situation. Uh, we can see what happens when there is not a strong father figure in the home. And I'm sorry, but if he's allowing this in any sense, then he's not a strong father. I mean, figure. the thing is, he's not in the home at all. Yeah. He, mm -hmm. Now, I when we were covering this last week, I mentioned that Sammy made a TikTok last year where she claimed that she was in an abusive household while she was with mm. her mom but she dropped out of high school and claimed to have moved out. Now she's back with her mom, who she claimed was abusive. It's very unclear. She's not going back into school. And also, she's decided to, to go down this route. Charlie Sheen is, is not an unwealthy person. Like, it's right. very interesting. Like, I, I would love to know the motivation behind someone who perhaps didn't It's not didn't financial need... desperation, that's for sure. And that was the old trope, right? That people only joined these industries if they were desperate for Often money. Often that is true. Um, but here, that doesn't seem mm -hmm. to be the purpose for, for her choosing to do so. I'm sure both him and Denise Richards have done very well in their lives. Right. Uh, I, I don't know what, what Denise Richards gets for her appearances um, in, in, like, the movies and television shows she's done. But Charlie Sheen certainly with two and a half men is making residuals on everything that he's made. Well, you know, the whole thing is so sad for everyone involved, for everyone involved. Can you imagine your wife and your daughter, you know, putting themselves out there nude like that for everyone to see? That is a nightmare. There, there's a there's a, a caveat to me that it's not nude. As far as I know, they're mm. ju it's mm. ju it's not uh, full nudity from what they said in those pages that it's just... But uh, either way, but they're still in order to retain it. subscribers on that platform and not have them unsubscribe, you do have to continue posting more and more explicit content, which yeah. I believe is like almost inevitable. Yeah. Mm. So I, I don't know if, if this is something that uh, Charlie Sheen kind of has. Is this uh, karma? I mean, I don't know what the, the religious well, take on well, karma is. But well, given it's his, not a Catholic it's concept. It's some interpretation but, of that because yes. when I wrote my article on this last week, I said it's definitely like ironic at the very least that after his reputation for unbridled sexual debauchery yep. in his youth – now his kid has gone down the same path and he doesn't he doesn't approve but he's getting forced into a corner 
to act like he's okay with it yep. because of the precedent that he has set in the culture. Mm -hmm. So it says, uh, Sammy living with Denise comes just months after Richard said that the mother-daughter duo had a strained relationship back in February. She appeared on Jeff Lewis Live and said at the time that the teenager was still living with Charlie. So now did she move out of his her place or his place back in with her so the that uh, she knows she's around a parent that finds the behavior less of a problem? Yeah, I think she's just seeking approval and attention at this point. So how do you get somebody away from something like this? Uh, how do you, like, I don't know if that's actually possible. Pray for them. Yeah. Like. I, yeah, I mean, you really can't do anything. The I, money's too good. The. It's not even the money. It shows that she has, uh. She, she doesn't need for anything yeah. materially what she needs is love and attention mm -hmm. and she's not getting it clearly and a lot of it is just that people are addicted to the the attention that comes from stuff like this right so yeah. she has 2800 subscribers all paying 19 dollars or 1999 a month that i think i said if that was like what 50 percent if, if if OnlyFans took 50 percent of it uh that would make her like 300 grand a year is that really worth the you know, I'm not the no moral. I'm not the moralist here. I'm, I'm like I'm. I'm just looking at it more from like a, a thinking long term, like about what your prospects are. Granted, she, her parents are in the entertainment industry, so she's going to be around this kind of behavior anyways. But the average person isn't going to be able to do this in in uh, in like, you know, what I'm saying like, it's it's not a career. Clearly, not long term. Uh, at least you know. I hope that um, she realizes it it can't be something long-term because yeah. if she's going to realize that in order to maintain relevant on this, on this platform, she's going to have to keep taking it beyond the boundaries of what she's comfortable with. Yeah. And she may, re may, may she may wake up one day and realize that, that it's past of the point of where she can't control it. She has to either stop then or keep right. going. And then uh, the best thing you could say is like, at least she's her own boss and she can make the decision to quit and and, like, and, and stop rather than, yeah. uh, you know, being owned by a production company or being owned by an agent or something that you would owe money to if something fall, uh, failed or fell through. Sadly, being the, the child of two entertainers, Thank you. I don't think she understands that uh, she can have a normal life. And they're also... Uh, using her as a pawn in their yeah. own disagreement the yeah. the marriage yeah the kids always right. suffer as well, we know you know I, again i can't speak too much to the individual circumstances uh, here and I, I mentioned that earlier i made one point about charlie sheen but for the most part i don't want to get into any individual person's life i just think overall it's a very sad phenomenon that we've seen repeatedly in this culture yeah. the, the hyper objectification and sexualization uh, of women and you made a very good point, Mary. You mentioned that this is almost certainly not about money. There are plenty of ways to make money. And some women will talk about doing things like this merely as means for financial gain. But ultimately, there does have to be something deeply hurting within a person to be willing to subject themselves to the public eye in such a way that cheapens their body. And I asked earlier, I said, uh, when we were talking about this off air, um, Dane was making the point, he said, like, what, 90% of women who work in the adult industry are sexually abused. I don't know if those statistics are still accurate, but I still, I do believe that in an era where we have cheapened what we do, what, what our bodies mean, that a lot more people are willing to do this without having gone through something like that, because the attention that they receive is also an addiction of sorts. So here's what's happened culturally. The side that wants to degrade and destroy everything beautiful accuses the side that wants to preserve those things 
of not valuing them. Yeah. So you'll hear things like, you don't really appreciate the human body or you hate sex, something along those lines. No, I actually think those are unbelievably beautiful gifts from God. I think that because they are so incredible and powerful, we need to be very careful about how we use them. Your spouse should be the person who sees your nakedness, not every stranger on the internet. And I'm sorry, but if you don't believe that that kind of behavior makes people miserable, you have not paid attention yeah. to this generation and the generation before it and how the sexual revolution has completely destroyed their sense of dignity. Yep. Uh, and, and people seem generally, whether it's because of social media as well, but people seem a lot unhappier than they were uh, in times past. And in general, we talk a lot about, you know, how much of this is mental illness uh, in these industries. And then social media just exacerbates the condition for a lot of them. So Yeah, well, and again, I really want to point out that this is very sad. You know, I'm fortunate that um, I was brought up in a good home and there were years of my life where I didn't take my faith very seriously. And whether you're a person of faith or you were just fortunate enough to have a childhood where your parents instilled positive moral values in you, you can relate to this, that you will see Thank people you. who come from households where decency is not promoted. And when they grow up and, and do these kinds of things, you can get angry with them. I think some people do, but I just really feel bad for them I because if my parents, if my, and, and angry for them, honestly, yeah. I'm so fortunate that I was, I was shown where the lines are. And even then I wasn't yeah. perfect and made a lot of mistakes and did a lot of things that I regret. I mean, it's just so sad what's happening here. Yep. Want to do super chats? Yeah. There's some good ones in on there. that, on that note. <laughs> Caleb Sherd said, Seamus, secret boss of Timcast confirmed. He's everywhere. <laughs> We've checked the security cameras. He's, he's everywhere. <laughs> I run Timcast. I'm Caper sorry. Caper2x said, run Brett, the Irish Inquisition and darkness. Your darkness, I'm the darkness. He's the Irish Inquisition. I'm the Irish Inquisition. <laughs> it says so with the, the, the little clover that's on his, uh, on his name. Yes. Yeah. Did you notice your little shamrock? Do there? I have a little shamrock? Yeah. No, you have a little shamrock on your logo. <laughs> oh, that's very sweet of you guys. Shamcast. <laughs> So see Hobbit said potato man on pop culture crisis. <laughs> Best episode ever. Indeed. Thank you. So well, Thank let me tell you. you something. I actually very much appreciate that. I appreciate the, uh, the love and, uh, that they are happy that the potato man, is... he will not join only fans. <laughs> no, because I of all the love. Yeah, look, I'm already getting my dollar. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, mm -hmm. Neil Sawyer said, damn, you know, you've messed up when Charlie Sheen is the voice of reason. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I don't think he, he went ever, back on it. Yeah. He stepped back pretty easily which is sad um they kind of shamed him out of feeling like he has any authority in the situation well like, likely what they did was like they're like who are you to judge and he's like yeah i, I was mean kind it is of, true uh, but it's that's where a teaching moment happens all the hypocrisy in the world today and he couldn't have hold, held on to the hypocrisy for like the good of his daughter yeah. well but this is also the question why is it that a person is not able to make a mistake in their past and truly repent of it why can't a person mm. have done something wrong, but then turn around and say, hey, I shouldn't have done that. I learned from it. That's a massive part of what being a human being is about. We talk a lot about how redemption isn't yeah. valued anymore. No, it's in society. not. It, and that's, that's the it, saddest part. Well, and, and it's because the cultural revolutionaries want to use your past against you instead yep. of acknowledging that you've grown. Because if they acknowledge that you have grown, that means that they're able to. But because they're unwilling, they can't accept that possibility. So they need to destroy you. They need to say that your past defines you. And I'm telling you, in the audience, it does not. Whatever you have done in your life that you regret, it does not 
have to define you. You can repent. You can come to you can come to Christ. You can have your sins forgiven. You can become a different person. And I would say the same thing to Charlie Sheen or anyone else. It does not matter what you've done. It doesn't have to define you. Do not listen to the people who will want to hold it against you for the rest of your life. That's why you don't apologize to large groups because they don't actually want your apology. Mm-hmm. No, no. Next. Caper2x said, Seamus has bikini pictures on Instagram? <laughs> that's, so I have regrets. That's not one of the regrets. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, it's that's a private page. It. I love that she's projecting so hard. She's like, we've all done it. And I bet you're all subscribed to OnlyFans accounts mm-hmm. too. Like, no, we're not actually. Again, well, again, the thief thinks everyone steals. Yep. Uh, Andrew Arnaud said, yo, Mary, wash our merch on cold and dry delicate. And <laughs> have... F OnlyFans, join our anti-social bad app when we launch soon. Perfect. Uh, yeah, the hoodie I'm wearing right now is from Bad App. It says canceled. I don't know if you guys can see. Oh, here, I'll go there full screen go. for you. Check it. Yeah. Very good. I just got some uh, merch from them in the fan mail. Thank I said you. Mary looks like she's just like 15 years old walking out just of the Just walked out of the Zoomies. <laughs> she, she does. She Hello. looks like she's literally about to go walk into a sharper <laughs> image play with one of those toys that break. I'm about to eat a soft pretzel. Yes. Oh, that Mm -hmm. sounds so good. Hava Owens said, PR stunt mixed with trauma and mental illness. Oh, yes. Yep. Joseph said, what a day. Am I right, Shimmy? Mm. Head pats all around. I know. Look, it's been a crazy day. I'm very happy. This video is basically up. There's one more thing I have to do to promote it. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It it is. It is my like it it has been given my mandate at work to keep politics as much out of this podcast as possible. So we're going to we're going to avoid this is just like (laughs) moralizing. No, no, no. I'm so like uh, I I pitched a segment earlier for the vlog where it's literally Mary coming out up out from up here in a miner's (laughs) outfit like I was wading through all the celebrity virtue signaling about abortion trying to find stuff to talk about today because that's what it's digging gonna, for any story anything. that isn't related to roe v wade gosh my goodness uh Dizwiz sent 2001 <laughs> and said it's pop culture catholics time <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean no, heaven is, yeah i've been <laughs> the, the, the other point that i like to make about this too is a lot of the things that I say, you absolutely don't have to be Catholic to believe no, it. I think yeah. the Catholics are fighting, the, the good Catholics are fighting the most strongly for these values. But, I mean, come on. It's not as if all non-Catholics are out there doing this kind of thing, posting half-nude pictures of themselves online. Believe it or not, I'm not doing that. Yeah, uh, we're, yeah, we're appealing yeah. to common sense, and I think most people <laughs> sympathize with what you're saying. Waffle Sensei said... Wow, Seamus, can't believe you're here, bro. Congratulations on the landmark decision today in the courts. Be well, brother. Yes, I know, thank it's you. It's all Seamus. He it did was, it. It was me. It was because of my cartoons. Oddly enough, me and Seamus went and recorded a whole thing for TimCast.com yeah, at, right. the, at the March for Life rally mm-hmm. this uh, in like February. So that was yeah. like, yes. I was like, I, when we were there, I was, I was really surprised because, you know, like I... I didn't have a past inclination to be at a pro-life rally. And I was like, all these people are so, like, young and, and not old and they're stuffy. they're happy and they're doing something I said, creative and not destructive. I said that to him. I was like, all the kids look really happy. Yeah. And I swear every one of them, like, said I love you to their mom when they were on the phone. Like, <laughs> totally. <that was laughs> and, and, no, it's true. And by the way, I got to give Brett a shout out on that one because I was also a huge pain that day. I'm sure I was late with things. And look, when you're running a business by the seat of your pants, things get a little crazy. But yeah. 
yeah, you you took me out there. I think we did a fantastic job that, with the reporting that we were doing. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, you meant it, it, it was great to see the March for Life through the eyes of someone who doesn't generally attend pro-life events because yep. people yeah. are taken off guard. They assume it's going to be a bunch of old curmudgeons. That's what I thought it was going to be. And it's really? young people. It's I, I don't know. I, I can't say. I don't know what I thought it would be, but I didn't think <laughs> it was going to be a bunch of like uh, kids and, and young adults. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One yeah. more. Uh, Andrew Arno said, Seamus, thanks, Dad. <laughs> is this your son? Uh, I, I, I told you I did some things I regretted when I was younger, and oh, that no. is he is my son, and he's chatting in, and I, I don't regret him, but I should No, I'm, guys, I'm totally <laughs> kidding. I shouldn't even joke like that. Okay. Um, All right. We're, we're going to move on. We're going we're gonna to continue with the ongoing saga that is Ezra Miller. Uh, the the um, Hollywood. Oh, are you sure we're not going to do Amber Heard? Uh, we're doing Ezra Miller, then Amber Heard. Oh, okay. okay. So we're going to do, uh, it says, uh, guns, bullets, and weed. Ezra Miller and <laughs> housing three young children at their uh, at their and their mother at Vermont Farm. His Brett was like, "You had me in the first half. Mm. Not the, gonna lie." The the, the then um, I heard Ezra Miller. Yeah, it, it kind of ruined it. Huh? I heard guns, bullets, and weed, and I'm like, "Libertarian hero? Are you kidding me?" This is Ezra this is Miller amazing. is the libertarian icon. Before the, we bef- didn't know we needed. It's like, I loved him it so much until I heard about like the cult behavior and the abusing kids and and all the awful stuff. He's but the hero that we deserve. Guns, bullets, and weed. You know, I'm 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 right there with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it says Ezra Miller has been hosting a 25-year-old mother and her three ch- young children at their Vermont farm, a living arrangement that worries the, char- the child's file, the children's father, as well as two others with knowledge of the situation. Rolling Stone has learned two sources with knowledge of the situation expressed concern to Rolling Stone that it is an unsafe environment for children, alleging that there are unattended guns strewn about the home uh, of 96 acres of property that he owns. Uh, one source who, like the other, requested anonymity for the fear of retribution. And we know this would happen because he would, Ezra Miller would throw a chair at you uh, if he were to find out that you were either a woman or disrespected uh, their pronouns. Uh, the other question seems he's, he's moved from Hawaii to Vermont. Yeah. And, and, the, and the, but the three, the, the mother and the three children are from Hawaii. So they, he took uh, the children and the mother to Vermont, but the dad is still in Hawaii yeah. and he's trying to deal with the local police in Vermont to get his children out of this yep. situation. It, it says it re- he recalled one of them requi- recalled one instance where a child, a one-year-old, allegedly picked up a loose bullet and put it in her mouth. Totally normal. This is like this totally is great. This, this is, is nine. Safe. There's nothing bad could possibly come of this situation. But the mother, who, like the father, Rolling Stone is not naming, claims that Miller had helped her escape a violent and abusive ex, and Miller helped my helped me finally have a safe environment for my three very young children. Do you want to give everyone a recap of like just who he is, just in case they don't know? Just who Ezra, Ezra Miller, Miller is? Who, yeah. Who has provided the safe environment? Okay, sure. (laughs) So he's supposed to star in The Flash, which has been postponed because of his string of scandals, mainly physically attacking women. Lots of women have been like, it's like anytime he sees a woman, he's like, I I think I have to beat her up. Men too. So he's been in Hawaii just wreaking havoc, absolutely wreaking havoc. He has thrown a chair at a woman in a bar. He's charged at a man who is playing darts. Chokeslammed the woman in Iceland. He chokeslammed a woman outside of a bar in Iceland. That was the first scandal that happened. He had a restraining order filed against him by a couple in Hawaii. Where they eventually broke, dropped it. He broke into their house and like right. he, he called her names and, yeah. and yelled at the husband. It also came out that um, back in 2016, he met a 12-year-old when he was 23 and they struck up a 
beautiful friendship. friendship. Because what? lots of 23-year-olds have friendships with He flew with her out to London when she was 14 and uh, allegedly fed her alcohol and drugs. Uh, and shared a bed with her completely innocently, I'm sure. Yep, has been traveling around with her also since she dropped out of high school. High school, yes. And, and she's, she's 18 now. now. Her her parents filed a protective order against Ezra Miller, yeah. and uh, he has not been served those papers yet. Which is weird because now we know where he is. Uh, here's another thing. So wait, can I? Is he under any kind of active investigation for that? There, there are several police police departments like looking to serve him protective orders. One for well, there's the another one who is currently 12 years old who is also a target. So um, read that Daily Beast article. It is the most uh, insane thing. <laughs> he yells at a woman who who calls her family her tribe and says she's she's appropriating culture and then goes He's off appropriating about appropriating. What was it, Jamaican culture? Uh, Rastafari, yeah, about the Rastafarian, Rastafarian roots culture. of Parcheesi. Yeah, of Of the game Parcheesi. It's literally mental illness madness. He comes back to their property in a cowboy costume. I, It gets crazy. It he, keeps he, getting more and more wild. And he keeps telling the children, he's like, your child has a lot of power. She would be, they would be blessed yeah, to, be, so he, to let me lead them. He was trying to befriend this other 12-year-old, telling them that they should... Uh, who, by the way, identifies as non-binary. Not sure not her what correlation that has. Uh, yeah, both that so child So does Sokata ironize the aforementioned twelve year yes. former 12-year-old, um, telling this other 12-year-old that they should get in, into the fashion world. He's still employed, okay, so, by the way. So hold on. What? Uh, well, okay. I, I know There's a I lot. just exclaimed <laughs> shock, but I really shouldn't be that shocked. It is Hollywood. Because this is Hollywood, right? Yes. But, yeah. I, I don't really pay much attention to the popular culture, yeah. believe it or it's not. It's probably better Which that is why you know. I was pretending I had a video to upload. It was just because I didn't <laughs> want to look dumb, you guys. I don't know this pop culture <laughs> stuff. No, no, actually, the video's up now. But this guy, so Ezra Miller, has, what, allegedly been sexually abusing people? You said he's physically assaulted people, and we know this. Uh, yes. He's also clearly a groomer we, yeah. because the he physical has a 12-year-old. Very clearly confirmed. Yeah, yeah. All the grooming are... So, That's just allegations. Okay, okay. So there has been no investigation into this. I think you said something about several police departments wanting to... Well, right now, I think that the Vermont Police Department uh, in his area is looking into the current situation because the Hawaiian father is trying to get his three children out of his his farm, his farm property. Wait, so wait, so, wait, 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 his children are actually with his Ezra. His three children between the ages of one and five what? are at this property right now. And allegedly there are loaded weapons and bullets strewn about the floor everywhere. I'm so sorry. I know you were just talking about this because I have a, a memory of you saying something about a child putting a bullet. Yeah, the, their, the child put a bullet yeah. in their mouth. Yeah, there was, there was yeah. The, according to I'm anonymous sorry for being sources. Happy. I, I, I'm here now. Home. I am here now, but that is unbelievable. And so why, I mean, yeah. what what's happening? Why is the legal system so slow to act here? I don't know if there's anything they can do. The mom is not, I mean, uh, you could say that To she our knowledge, took the kids he still hasn't been served yeah. the papers regarding Tokata Iron Eyes. Uh, the protective order. So the first one that we were talking about, the 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 woman that he met when he when she was twelve and she and then he was twenty three. She is now eighteen and like ran off from her private school with him, and they've been trying to find him to serve mm -hmm. a protective order that was filed by her parents to get him to not be able to go around. You knew her. about their communication yes. this whole time, by the way, for six years. So the parents knew about all this. Why did they not do anything to put a stop to it? We asked that question. We Nobody else seemed to be asking what kind, of parent, what kind of parent is allowing their 12-year-old well, to have 
conversations with a full-grown adult. <laughs> they're go- they're activists. The yeah, the mom the mom and dad are both activists. Uh, they're both what was it? Was it uh, Sue? Uh, it was an Indian reservation. Yeah, they're on Standing Rock in yes. uh, I believe South Dakota. Yes. They're environmentalists, activists, and also Takata, that their child is a child activist who had met uh, Greta Thunberg coincidentally. So as well. thank you. So, so says- these are like the types of people who yeah, will just yeah. ignore that. Some star who is like over a decade older than your child is just like Elvis randomly friends with your kid, flies them out to another country. So it says um, Rolling Stone has also learned that there's a sizable cannabis farm on Miller's property with Miller's close friend and purported handyman, Whitney Sutters, claiming, I believe that was the name we heard before. Oh, well, take one. Yes. I only have one of these. You can only take one. We need to know. Uh, what okay. color are you going to choose? I, well, if I can only take one, can I have like half of no, red? No. For those listening on Spotify, he's looking at a jar of Sour Patch Kids that have red and blue, and it's a critical decision which we color need to know is what you're going to pick. I think there is more red, or I think there's more blue left, so I'm going to take a blue one. Because I keep eating the red. That's he took why. blue. Hmm, that's interesting. Write interesting, that down. Write interesting. that down. All right. All right. So blue. this is uh, Rolling Stone has reviewed got. text messages between the father and a number uh, and a number registered to a Vermont social worker who said in a text that they had visited the house on May 16th and the kids looked good, noting that the work to the worker Dude. that uh, had, <laughs> there was more work to do. It's not clear if the social worker returned to the home. In a request for comment, DCF said it does not provide information regarding visits to homes. That's obviously that's for the safety social of the Social workers are so useless. Yeah. Dude. It's, it's the latest concerning situation Miller's found themselves in after two sets of parents have reportedly sought protection and restraining orders against Miller, whose recent behavior has potentially put any future involvement in the superhero franchise uh, in very serious jeopardy for The Flash. So this is earlier this month. Okay, then they get into to, to Dakota Iron Eyes. Mm-hmm. So, is it, this doesn't Again, end anywhere but badly. We keep saying, like, no, it can't possibly get any worse than this. And it gets nothing but worse every time this happens. Like, when the Tokata thing happened, we were like, all right, this is it. That's when they're going to scrap this movie. They're not going to release this movie. So, Even, wait, they're, they're still actively producing the film the, that he's the in. The film it's is done. done. It's, it's in, been done. It's in post-production. Uh, and it comes out next year. Now, yeah. t- what I said was, I said, look, uh, I, it takes a lot for me to be morally outraged or at the very least concerned, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, they need to just, even from a PR perspective, you need to just scrap it. But I want you to imagine he had said something racist on Twitter 10 years ago. <laughs> yes, well, he'd be, he'd be very canceled. In the midst of the unfolding crisis, the children's father claims to Rolling Stone that Miller secured a flight out of Hawaii for the women and children, alleging without the father's knowledge. So... Without the kid, you know, without the, the dad knowing this is happening to their kids. If this, if he had no history of this behavior, you could make the argument that he would come out looking like a, a, a hero of sorts if the father was actually abusive. If the abusive. father is as abusive as the mother is claiming. But we know that Miller is not without his many, I mean, many even scandals. then, it kind of would be like none of his business yeah. because what it seems he's been doing... Is he in a relationship doing, with her? Right, yeah. no. What it seems he's been doing is just traipsing about Hawaii, meeting a bunch of random people and entrenching himself, himself in their lives in a very, like intrusive and predatory way especially when children are involved also the the pot farm is not legal according to what i was reading here no No. they they literally went and found the list of like licensed cultivators yeah Yeah, people people who can 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 sell to like wholesalers in 
uh, in Vermont, and he's not on the list. So he's starting the business and growing with hopes that they'll it's get It's called Rebel Alliance Cannabis. Which is a horrible... Uh, like, yeah. what's next? Are you going to acquire Black Rifle Coffee, dude? <laughs> it sounds like a Star Wars, like... Rebel, Rebel Alliance, Alliance sounds, like, sounds very Star Wars. Maybe he's, maybe he's going for a Star Wars role. Maybe that's what he really, really wants. So it says, but then again, uh, the statement from the mother who flew with her kids out of Hawaii back in April after famous uh, after facing numerous accusations or uh, of disruptive or illegal behavior in the state. So he literally was like chased out of Hawaii because they they can't stand him. I I don't even know what to say anymore. It doesn't end anywhere but badly. Because I just feel like the stories are not going to stop coming out. Oh, there was also the weird messages where he deleted his Instagram. And he's I like, mean, I'm yeah. in another dimension. You can't find me and serve me these protective papers. He, no. was, he was like bragging on social media that they couldn't find him to serve he, him the legal documents. He doesn't want to deal with Smart. their negativity, he said. But, all right, their so, negative vibes. But... Whenever people use that kind of language in these really egregious high-stakes situations, it just goes to show you what the cultural vernacular is doing to people's minds. Like, I don't like all the negativity. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to focus on me. We have really programmed an entire generation to be as narcissistic as humanly yes, possible. Yes, that's a huge problem that I, I talk a lot about. I, I don't do as much of it on here, but one of the, my biggest pet peeves are the people who are like, focusing on me. I'm like, this... There I, are more interesting things than you, believe it or yes. not. Yes, and that's not to say that you shouldn't focus on your career, focus on your health, but it's always done in this way that's very uh, self-obsessed uh, and it and always rubs me the wrong way. But I'm also one of those people, whenever I read stuff like that, I understand that my impulse is maybe not the most fair to what they're saying. I don't know what their situation is in that, in that context, but it does feel like we've uh, turned value uh, into the notion of, uh, of self-obsession and narcissism. And we've kind of gotten away from, but we also talk about like the, the glorification of mental illness, which I think yes. a lot of this, We've romanticized uh, of, it. Yes. Uh, people who are like, I beat my therapist today because they finally admitted I was like, not the most physically. Sorry. Yeah. No, they're but like, like the game of therapy. Yeah. Which is like, how can I stay here and not make progress for as long as possible? They never actually but want to make progress. But this situation, it seems to be mental illness, likely substance abuse, uh, having no morals, and unlimited power and money. Yep. The, the money obviously plays a huge right. role in it. But I, my problem here is that is that DC, that Warner Brothers hasn't made a statement. That when Depp lost the trial, uh, not the recent one, the one before, The Sun in the UK, right. they dropped him right but good and made a statement. They have yet to make a statement on all this. And I don't know if that's because David Zaslav just is waiting it out and wants to wait until uh, the last thing happens and then scrap it all. It's not going to stop. Zaslav is like the smartest uh, of all the people that I've seen of these this crop of CEOs. Zaslav seems to have a really good handle on how to handle people. So my thought is that he's waiting for something very specific to happen, whether that's uh, they got to get out of their contract with him, whether they're going to scrap it all, but they need to do something. I mean, I assumed, from a public relations perspective. Yeah, I assume the reason that he ended up deleting his Instagram account yeah. was that he was in breach of contract somehow, somehow, not because he actually was smart enough to shut up. I know because he's not. He's not shutting up. He's not. He's, he's not. not even... He's still insinuating himself into other people's lives. Yeah. Like he's not having his own family. He's just creepily getting involved in other people's family. And then he's like, leave me it. alone and let me do my thing. Yeah. Like you're not leaving everyone else alone. You're involving yourself. And in... most of it is cult like, like having yeah. her change her name. Like and I don't it's get all it stuff straight out of the cult. Playbook. He's not like Tokata's parents 
claimed that he is like influencing their daughter's like gender identity because wow. he identifies as non-binary and yep. now Tokata identifies as non-binary as well, well the what same a shock. way he does. Right, so this, and this is pretty common. It's to be expected. Human beings have a natural desire to procreate. Yep. And so people who don't have children often want to mold other people's children in their own image. Yeah. And that's what mm. we see with this kind of thing. Of course, that's what happened. Of course, it's grooming. Of course, it's also a social contagion. I know no one's willing to acknowledge that. I mean, no one on the left, but there are a lot of even more moderate people who will say things like, I think we're seeing so much more of this because it's more culturally accepted. But that's ridiculous. And to uh, straight up steal an argument from Matt Walsh here, <laughs> if it were true that the number of non-binary and transgender people were static throughout all of history and our society's acceptance of that kind of behavior has only illuminated that they already exist rather than creating this mindset in people who would otherwise be healthy, then where was the astronomically high suicide rate for yeah. basically all of history? Because it's, I think it's something like 40% of transgender people commit suicide. Yeah, and yeah. If, if you're telling me that what is as much of is like 40% of Gen Z is in the identifying as LGBTQ plus. I don't think it's that high. It, but it was it's something I think it was like 20% was and 20 they were projecting it would be 40%. I believe it was 21. Yeah. 21% but they were projecting it going as high as 40% if the trend continues. If that's the case, the suicide rate would have been insanely high yeah insanely high yep. but it isn't so we know this is a social contagion it's not surprising that a groomer groomed a child into accepting the groomer's sexual preferences what a shock yep. literally the entire purpose of grooming i mean even if he's not outwardly sexually abusing these kids i think i mean it's interesting that you like take that that angle about um he's like trying to form other people's children into his yes. image because what I was thinking is that he's just so uh, mentally stunted and like immature and deeply like spiritually stunted that he really believes himself to be on an equal playing field with someone who is a literal child. Like he mentally is uh, a child, but with unlimited resources and power and influence. But I, I'm sure that is the case with many other people who are groomers. Totally, I'm sure a yeah. lot of them are, are psychologically juvenile. There's also some very interesting arguments being made with people who are like, why aren't you respected? They're like one of the arguments on like the Yahoo one is like, sure, he did all these awful things, but you should respect his pronouns. His pronouns, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Like, I was uh, like, even I, no, that's like, a good one. You can so. ask Mary. I, I did my best to be very respectful for like the first few stories. And then I'm like, if he can't even stop himself from hitting women, I can't take the time and he's to using it as speech. something to bludgeon people with when when the cops arrested him the last time he, he was threatening to like sue that or he was saying that he could be like charged crime. with a federal hate crime for calling him the wrong pronoun also said that i don't want to got a male police officer searching me i want a female uh searching me i'm i identify as transgender non-binary yeah so ridiculous seamus i want to know your take should they scrap this movie or just put it out and be done with him are you kidding? Uh, yeah. Well, I would say scrap it. I mean, I don't know if you'd want to have any involvement. Is he the star of it? He's not yeah. half an yeah, extra. He, yeah, this is yep. built around him and his public profile. There's no profile. scene that it doesn't involve him. Yeah. I, I mean, is Hollywood going to take my advice? No. But I think it's best to get groomers and predators as much out of the culture as possible. And I don't think that we need to be sending the message that this kind of behavior will be rewarded. Yep. If he... 
you have to ask the question, and I asked it earlier, what would they do if he said something racist? What if he had said something homophobic 10 yeah. years ago on Twitter as a joke? What do you think they'd be doing? Would they scrap an entire movie over that? Maybe not, but there'd be some kind of public there would shaming. At least be pu there would at yes. least be pushback. There'd be an apology. Yeah, it's also really sign. funny how most of the articles that report on this stuff are taking the very old school journalistic approach where they're like, they just right. kind of re they report what's happening and they're not editorializing like so many would if this was something far less heinous it's like racist. It's insane how exactly. much power exactly. No, but, you, but I've this, noticed that as well. They will take a very neutral approach to clearly heinous acts. This article clearly is very yeah. This article is very, very neutral in the sense like it sounds ridiculous because what they're reporting on is ridiculous, but they're not editorializing or making their opinions heard. Now, if only they could do that for everything, mm -hmm. we might be in a better place journalistically, but we're not. No, because here's the thing when it comes to cultural acceptance of homosexuality or abortion or any other oh this oh, episode is getting so Look, spicy what i'm saying is cash money <laughs> and we just or, got or a, racism. A, a crisis party blm oh, whatever it is we're talking about whenever we're talking about those issues the role and responsibility of the journalist or columnist is to be an activist yeah. And ensure that certain political organizations and movements' interests are represented in their work. And to show that they, as a columnist or journalist, are very virtuous and good and have the correct opinions. How special. Yep. When it comes to children being abused. Now, now, now we no longer have an obligation to condemn heinous behavior. I and that's rather... because the only behavior they condemn as heinous very often is behavior which is not in fact, heinous because they don't have a moral compass. They just go along with what they think they're supposed to believe based on the group mm -hmm. they're in. Maybe it's uh, overly idealistic of me, but I would prefer they all just report it as neutrally as possible on all things and let the and let the reader decide. But I'm just very acutely aware that that's not the way the world works. Well, it's it, not the way journalism works well, anymore. I, I, I yeah. sort of understand your point there, but I think the issue is, unfortunately, we exist in a society where a person actually does need to some extent to editorialize on something like child abuse because there's a large sort of the culture that is in favor of it or in favor of grooming and warming up to the idea ideally we would have a functioning society where people say it is wrong to abuse children and there would be no need to editorialize or point out the particular heinousness of that kind of crime because people would already know well that's what, like so the idea here is that like what if they if they don't say he's doing this to children and that's bad the average person should be able to just read he's doing this to children yeah, and but, know that I that's mean, like, bad yeah. journalistic integrity aside i've been shocked that so few people are talking about this ongoing situation it's getting worse and worse the and more I mean, absurd and there I are articles see... the articles are being written but they're not getting the this is not what's happening with johnny Depp. i'm not seeing yeah. a public discussion of it of no. any kind that and it kind of just shows like how little it stands out in the culture and exactly. also um how little ezra miller differs from the rest of his uh, the rest of the entertainment industry. Exactly. He, well, that's he blends very right in. Yes. He fits is, right in with the rest of them. And, and that is the key point. And right? it won't be pushed back on because there's a certain level of armor that comes with wearing a fashionable identity, which is why the wearing average Wearing eyeliner person, and nail polish. Yes, which is why the average which journalist... Which is why you do it. Even if, the journalist, right? even if the journalist doesn't agree with him, knows that it's uh, it's bad for his career mm -hmm. to, to talk <sighs> about this stuff because yeah. the lobby will come for them uh, and make their lives difficult. But I, at the same time, I don't see people defending him, though I did see a comment in here in the super chats from from someone saying that they talked to someone that was like defending him. Do you want to, we they, go yeah let's hold on thank you for the crisis party crisis party 
they are not defending him. Yeah. They are defending the industry he is in by not acknowledging this has yeah. been a consistent problem. Yeah. More. And so if editorializing is necessary on a story where all of us would agree yeah. that what is being done is heinous, that editorializing would make sense in the form of highlighting that this is an industry where children are routinely Woo. abused. My goodness. What, what <laughs> the, a, the what money a the money agrees tone. with you completely. Yeah. Yeah. The, the money is it's on your side. I know this usually is not as serious that, like, a show, but we are talking. I mean, this yeah. is not a lighthearted story, no. right? And so we have Dollar it's a, Bill. It's a, it's not, it has it's been the mashup at certain I, points, but yeah. not now. It's not the mashup we ever knew we needed, but right. I don't know if that's necessarily what we needed. So, let's, okay, uh, let's yeah, get to Super Chat. They're protecting this guy. Waffle Sensei said, I'm sorry I didn't credit you, Mary, for the court decision. It's just that... Emo girls can't be real Catholics. Everybody says so. Well, my existence proves them wrong. Ooh. There you go. Are they, hold on, are they challenging your right to exist? Wow. They're <laughs> invalidating my very existence. I think that's wrong. They're I'm telling against you, that. You, don't, no. you don't deserve to exist, they're saying. <laughs> I'm against. Sosie Hobbit said, obviously Ezra is messed up, but the main point I'm getting from these stories is how messed up the parents of these children are. That The, the ongoing theme here is parents that allow their children to be around somebody that's very clearly bad for them. Yes. Like, well, it's because the parents think that they're friends with him. Like, yep. That says something about you. And, so uh, the first thing that nobody was talking about when we talked about Dakota Iron Eyes is why was it allowed to get this bad for, for that many six years? Six years. Mm -hmm. They knew well, that they were in communication. It, it, so in this culture, this extremely narcissistic, self-centered culture, the most important thing you can be is liked. The most important thing you can have is status. Yep. And so if you're able to capture the attention of somebody who is well-liked and does have status, you're going to do whatever it needs to take to hold on to that yeah. position that you have with them if you are playing by the rules of our culture. Our culture does not put as much emphasis on protecting your children as it does on being liked and being obedient to the dominant narrative. Or they so see it as, or this is what we should expect from this culture. Or they see it as somebody of status that can help their children uh, achieve their own status Which later in yes. life. That's exactly like, what happened to Priscilla Presley when Elvis. she was in a relationship with Elvis. Exactly. Um, Hefty John Gull said, Would anyone be surprised if Ezra Miller disappeared and returned Mrs. Doubtfire style? We can only hope tables and bars will be safe again, or at least Ezra is locked up and the key is thrown away. You will once again be able to sing karaoke. If you uh, if you get yes. Ezra Miller out of your state, what was the karaoke story? Uh, he just it's just whenever someone happened to be singing karaoke in a bar where he was, he physically attacked him. <laughs> what? I don't know. I think he's just deeply disturbed. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Uh, Waffle Sensei said I had a couple friends full on defending Ezra Miller to me last Friday. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. I would love to know what those arguments wow. were. They're like, look. Those Please kids enlighten needed, us. That bed needed one more person like, in it. They them had a right to <laughs> abuse people. That it's totally acceptable. Yeah, I'm curious what anyone is. Actually, I don't. You know, we don't have to be all that curious. Let's Google it. Let's Google the case for Ezra Miller and who see is, who, is who is arguing it. for that yeah. though. Well, that's what I I'm mean, saying. I'd love to there know. has to be. Um, <laughs> there's got to be at least one op-ed that says in defense of Ezra Miller. Right. Well, to be contrarian because. These outlets have to publish rage bait, right? Yes, they do. So they're they're probably going to push this mm. kind of article onto someone who like doesn't have much pull. You yes, you do have to write the pro. Here's why Ezra, Ezra Miller article. is just misunderstood. 
Okay, that poor thousand yeah, foot yeah, exactly. deep hen said, along with traipsing around Hawaii assaulting people, he's going around trying and in some cases con- succeeding in collecting children. So sick. But on a much brighter note, welcome to the show, Seamus. Yeah, yeah. Also, here. he's a horrible representation for gun for pe- for actual fans yeah, of firearms yeah. and weapons. If if like all the pro two A people are like, we don't leave our firearms unlocked out of the cabinet where he's kids can get to them. He's literally the guy time. with shotguns on his marijuana farm. Yeah, that he, every libertarian is talking about. I was all for it until I heard it was Ezra Miller and, there, and it was creepy I, and there was <laughs> and there was children involved and it was the, and it was the creepy. I was like, man, it's like it's the guy. He wants you to be allowed to be get ma- get, be gay, get married on a weed farm. I'm that guy, but then all this comes in, and I can't be that guy anymore. I That's cannot a problem. wait until the next time I get into an online argument with a libertarian, I'm going to pull up this article. Exactly. Oh, so you like Ezra Miller, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Waffle Sensei said, I watch a show where people catfish child abusers, and every time they're asking the child abuser abuser questions, they seem like a weird, stunted man-child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mentally or just psychologically stunted people. One more there. Uh, Hava Owens said, Seamus coming in like a hot potato with facts. That's right. Facts and logic. Facts and Look, logic. I don't like the racist comparisons. I think it's a little hurtful, but, uh, you know, I appreciate you. He's getting paid well Look enough at this. for this. I'm doing okay, okay here. <laughs> this is my payment for doing the show. But notice how they have their desks situated such that most of the money is going to land on them. Yes. I'm not going to make as much money off this as they are. <laughs> it's all I don't even know if this is going to be worth my... You know how much money I could be making right now? Doing other things. Look at this. It's beautiful. I, I only have ten thousand dollars on this desk. <laughs> <laughs> this is- <laughs> All right, we're gonna get. We're gonna talk about Amber Heard. And we're gonna talk about censorship. Yes. So it says Amber Heard stands. Thank I, you. See st- stands. They are editorializing this article. Amber Heard stands. Seek to silence that umbrella guy over his coverage of actress's legal troubles. Launch petition calling on YouTube to end the monetization of targeted harassment. Uh, full uh, full disclosure. I used to love. Uh, that Umbrella Guy's channel. He's got one of the most unique voices you'll ever... Uh, he's got a great voice. If you ever get a Never chance to go him. listen to it. He, he, did, he used to do Is a lot of like comic reviews. Is it like he's like, number 15, Burger <laughs> King foot lettuce. No, no he's... Uh, he, he used to do a lot of uh, comic reviews. Uh, and the stuff last like that. thing you'd want in a Fairfax County courthouse is a defamation trial. Nothing like that. <laughs> okay, sorry. So it says, unable to accept uh, accept that practically no one found Amber Heard to be believable and seeking to blame anyone else but their idol for her own loss, fans of the supposedly former Aquaman 2 actress have launched a petition asking YouTube to take action against certain content creators, particularly that Umbrella Guy, by, demoni- by demonetizing their channel. He's made like 500 videos about Amber Heard going it's back to like... It's pretty crazy, but he's not an exception. A lot no. of people have made gobs of money off of that and situation. He's, his stuff goes back to like 2019, like well before mm-hmm. the recent hubbub. So it says, uh, starting on June 20th by, by a Twitter user whose, hash, whose name is at leave Heard alone. So that sounds like a real person. Yeah. Like, well, it's just like that guy I met, Amber Stan 11. I like are you idea. real? I mean, apparently you are real. They, look, they're staring not just, right at you in the face. They're not just defending Amber Heard. Their entire online personality revolves around defending yeah. Amber Heard. Like, come on. You Which have definitely have a little makes bit of you seem like a bot. I like the idea that it's actually just Amber Heard creating her own accounts. <laughs> she's got and like 5,000 She's She's accounts. just got like a bot farm in her house uh-huh. like uh, where she's just like, I'm going to make them love me again if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> so it says, uh, so starting on June 20th by a Twitter user with the name at leave heard alone, the change.org petition claims that YouTube content creators such as that umbrella guy are making thousands 
thousands of videos, thousands of dollars off videos, which currently go against YouTube's own policies concerning targeted harassment. I don't really consider uh, watching the trial and like commenting on her actions to be harassment. I consider that just biased narrative. I mean, I don't think that YouTube's policies about targeted harassment are fair in the first place no. but they're trying to use social pressure to yeah. make them bend the rules well look this is just another example of a policy set up by a large tech company that sounds neutral to some extent but every single person along the way who has any oversight leans to the left and so you're yeah. going to end up with biased results um when you look at the way this kind of thing is enforced it's plainly obvious that it tends to come down on one side more than the other and you look at mainstream media outlets and the fact that they're able to make significant amounts of profit targeting individual private citizens. I bring Nick Sandman up a lot because it's worth repeating, mm -hmm. but he's certainly not the only example of a person who was made the target of a large media story that companies made a lot of money on with their outrage clickbait and you know their sensationalist reporting. Kyle so the fact that too. Kyle Rittenhouse, the fact that independent content producers aren't able <laughs> to also be dishonest yeah. and smear people's reputations is unfair. And no, but in all seriousness, though, the fact that independent content creators are not able to comment on this stuff in the same way is a double standard. They obviously don't care about targeted harassment. What's important to them is ensuring that they have an excuse to shut down the channels of people who they want to shut down anyway, regardless of whether they're commenting on any specific person in a way that violates the vague terms of service. And he was not targeted, like, he's not being, like, uh, he, he's just, he, he picked a side, he had his, the side that he believed was uh, was in the right, and he did his videos based on that, and I don't think there's anything It happened to that. be the popular position it, anyway. Yes. I, uh, I believe he mentioned earlier that you used to not even be able to put Amber Heard's full name in a title without getting demonetized on you, YouTube. You had to refer to her as AH in videos or your stuff got demonetized instantly. Oh my gosh. Yep. Oh was my that goodness. Because, She's like, like that thing that shut our economy down for a while that you can't I say. remember that thing vaguely yeah, was it was it was the tide like more in her favor at the time the media was pushing back very hard to make sure that it stayed I that see. way um what is she Voldemort she, ha, ha, and then they Harry just Potter. decided overnight like yeah let's just throw her under the bus we can't basically I mean I, I don't anymore. I couldn't actually point out to you when that particular tide turned the most uh -huh. whether it was just because she was so unlikable at the trial it's not like he it's it not was like before the trial so we had a guest on tim cast unfortunately i'm blanking on her name i apologize i am sorry um actually let me let me do my due diligence and find it before i quote her okay uh, okay but I'll, I'll quote her at the end after i found her name got but it <laughs> what she pointed out was that they have found in studies and analyses that in a courtroom, if a woman is attractive, it works in her favor. Yes. Unless, unless people believe she's using her attractiveness to deceive them, in which case it works very much against their favor. So it can go either way. And Amber Heard is a very attractive woman yep. who is very clearly lying yep. about a lot and trying to smear other people's reputations and destroy their and life. And not a very good so, actor. That's kind of a prime target for people to turn against because she, it does encapsulate a kind of toxic femininity. I yep. hate to use that phrasing, right? But it, it encapsulates what happens when an attractive woman misuses her gifts and becomes vicious. Yep. And most, if not all of us, have dealt with that kind of archetype at least once. And so when you watch Amber Heard, you're not watching Amber Heard. You're watching that one girl you knew in college oh. who acted kind of like that or mm -hmm. who lied about one of your friends. Yeah. Yep. Do you think that that's why public opinion turned against her so hard? It really wasn't about her. It was about 
people's overall frustrations. Yeah, well, because the initial story wasn't about her. It's true that we were looking at an individual person's circumstances, but the Me Too movement seized onto this and made mm -hmm. it a, con a broader conversation about the mistreatment of women, generally speaking. So it only makes sense that when she has been outed as someone who may be less than honest, the general public would respond with the continued abstraction of this individual case being extrapolated to the general discourse and say, oh, well, you know what? There are many examples we can also find of women using their feminine gifts to deceive. And so let's look at this through that context and related okay. to the people who I know who are like that. In the same way that when you hear the story of an abuser, you think, oh, I've, I've known guys who were like that, and it makes yeah. you angrier mm. than you might otherwise be because you've known a woman who's been a victim of that, because you know a man who's behaved that way. Also because we've put, like, they've pushed back so heavily to anyone that questions the idea that they could be guilty of something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, um, I It mean, doesn't happen, right? The conclusion they, they, I came to Those was numbers that, are way overblown, they always say. Yeah, the conclusion I, I came to ultimately was that, like, there had been resentment boiling up against me too for so long and also just that you can't you seem to not be able to criticize women anymore without being accused of hating all women exactly um so when you found out that you're like permitted to dunk on this one woman people just went overboard with it yep. i want to mention it was dr chloe carmichael Okay. Okay. Um, so that is who I'm quoting. Credit where it is due. And I agree. So you look Thank at something you. like uh, the Me Too movement. Here's how you know it's, it's explicitly political. Because it took something which is otherwise popular, which is the idea of protecting women. I exactly. mean, that's built into every man yep. to want to protect women. And it turned it into you have to believe any and every claim made by any and every woman about any and every man, which is so flat on its face absurd. One thing I pushed back on a lot of times is there was, there was a lot of conservatives that would always uh, kind of conflate the idea of believe women and believe all women, mm. which I very rarely heard believe all women. I always heard believe women, but the context of those are very different if you're talking well, to, an to an uninitiated person. But hold on, I'll, I'll push back on that a little bit because believe women is a when did you stop beating your wife kind yeah. of thing to say. Yep. If I say that to you, I am insinuating, of course, that you don't believe women. You're yeah. a bad person, so I had to tell you that. So it's, it's extremely condescending, and you're automatically putting the person on the defense, even with that phrasing. Yeah. And it's manipulative, and it's, that's, that's done by design. Yeah. So it says, citing NPR, the petition then goes on to invoke the image of Gamergate, because it's the thing it's, that just oh my it will God. never die. So hold on. <laughs> I have to ask, was January 6th 9-11, or was Gamergate 9-11? Because both of I them. think Gamergate was more significant to the cultural yep. consciousness. Yeah. I think we're at the place we're at now because of Gamergate. Can I, I ask, like, it. Is, it, is it enough... Like, is it, is it acceptable? Am I asking too much to say I just never want to have to think or talk about Gamergate again? Adam too Baldwin, bad. Adam yeah. Baldwin disagrees with you. Yeah, yeah. So it says, uh, just... asserting that it, to provide a template, there has to be, uh, there has to, there has been to utilize to, rat wait, let me start from you. It says, citing NPR, the petition then goes on to invoke the image of Gamergate, asserting that it served to provide a, quote, template that has been utilized both to radicalize viewers to certain political philosophies and to harass and malign individuals, which eventually allowed that umbrella guy to make over 600 videos just about Amber Heard. A project. Six, oh my goodness. Hold on. This man made 600 uh, yes. videos about Amber Heard. That's all I will say. That's a You're like, excessive. you know what? I'm Maybe, signing the petition. Uh, you know what? Let me go over Send to Amber Heard right now. <laughs> a project that has earned him <laughs> approximately $80,000 in May of 2022. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Made how much? 80K in 
in in May. In one month? Yes. I gotta make I'd hate Amber, Amber Heard <laughs> too <laughs> for eighty k a I month. Are you, uh, like, and, and that's the thing. We we always felt that we took one of the more measured takes on this whole trial, mm -hmm. right? That we did not get uh, insane views because we weren't on like the randomly just hate her for the sake of hating her. I was like, look, you, you know, she's kind of awful. She's definitely awful, but he's too he's too smarmy and in like uh, they're both entertainers who are yeah. self-obsessed and in the end this will change nothing about the culture because uh, they live in a different world than we yeah. do so. well i also love how like gamergate is when misogyny started it just just <laughs> like, at gamergate. The first time. now i will say gamergate was very culturally significant it's almost embarrassing to reference it because it seems like this sort of cringy artifact of 2014 internet culture mm -hmm. but yeah. look it was very important for consumers to stand up and actually have their voice heard and say first of all there is corruption in game journalism is as niche and unimportant as that may I sound know, right? but also you can't just accuse people of misogyny because you don't like what they're saying it should, that's all true it should be noted that the Washington Post report so poorly authored by infamous staff reporter Taylor Lorenz that it eventually required two corrections to bring it into line with basic journalism ethics cites the upper potential limit of an income range between 4.9k and 79.1k uh, they're basing that off his social blade uh, that, that, I don't know how accurate that is to what it's he's making it's not always no. uh, that? On, on that umbrella guys who is uh, you hear that knocking at the I door? Why did you mention Taylor Lorenz? I didn't. I didn't. Who, oh, who, no. who mentioned it? It's mentioned in the, in the report. Oh, no. Oh. Nobody's home! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, we've tried to stay away from, from Taylor Lorenz here. So further, the petition further accuses Tug of being, quote, invested in continu continuing his mass production of harassment videos revenue model, moving on from Amber Heard and instead targeting Evan Rachel Wood, who was a teenager when her abuse started. She was 19 when, when she was dating Well, that's also still Marilyn all Manson. alleged. Yes, that's she was 19 when she was dating Marilyn Manson. Um, this is also an interesting thing to talk about when you think about like allegations, 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 because all the stuff against Ezra Miller is also still allegations. Yeah. But my take yeah. on it is more as like, how do you be how do you be Warner Brothers and put up with all this? Mm. Uh, not necessarily is he guilty or not. He deserves his day in court. But, you know, it's all like it's about PR go? and yeah. his failures are exactly piling up. So it says on both social media and in the HBO documentary Phoenix Rising, Wood has accused Manson of behaviors ranging from brainwashing to sexual assault and blamed the music industry for enabling him. It sounds familiar as well, doesn't it? Mm. Let's blame the film industry. Yeah, for, for Ezra. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I, I wanted to just do super chats because I, I don't really know what to say other than they're very clearly targeting him because he's making money off something that they want to uh, get people away from. Uh, yeah, let's let's get into the super chats. Gray Pilled said, <laughs> loved you in the vlog, Mary. LOL. Thank you. I played a scary ghost girl, but that's just real life. Yeah, I was going to say. Waffle Sensei said, I said he tried to get in a bed with the kid at four, age 14, and they said, but did anything happen? Oh, my gosh. Wow. What kind of a response? Yes. Yes. He's getting in bed with a 14-year-old is something happening. That is... Bro, nothing makes completely sense Completely <laughs> indefensible. Source, bro. But this is... So this is what they do. All right. All right. This is something we see a lot in the present culture, which is something happens, which is completely inappropriate, completely over the line, completely obscene, even abhorrent. And the response is, well, it's not confirmed to be the worst possible version of that thing it could have been therefore why even worry about it that's more or less 
the approach to issues. To on be the other fair, side. yeah. To be fair, we don't really know. It's like I don't need to. And this is one of the things. Like I like I don't know if that person was just a contrarian and just wanted to be like, well, yeah, well, did he pull his pants down or did he just get I into mean, bed with a fourteen-year-old? It's still a weird joke to make. Why I is he know. in bed with a fourteen-year-old at all? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, some guy named Dave Font said. <laughs> Seamus is an American treasure, oh, and I love him. You're very kind. He's not American. Was, what are you I talking about? It. I knew someone was going to go there. This is the first time I've ever been referred to as a citizen of the nation of my birth, and I appreciate you and I honor you for that. Thank Don't you. lie. I'm a I'm a birther. <laughs> I'm a Seamus <laughs> birther. <laughs> Where's my birth? Where's the birth certificate? It's I need true. to see it. <laughs> Uh, Joker says, Seamus, are you and Mary a thing or is Mary with someone else and you're actually with Brett? Yes. No. Yeah. So first of all, no, we're not a thing. If you consider right. enemies a thing. If you consider, if you consider she's a birther, it doesn't <laughs> I need I to know where Seamus' birth certificate is. Otherwise. I'm a Seamus birther for life. She's a Seamus birther. Um, look, I, I've told you this. I've told you this once. I've told you this again. I have a birth certificate. Um, it's not, I don't have it with me right now. It's um I'll yeah no I'll, I'll bring it next time for sure. I have like a schizo blog that's like trying to prove that he was born in Ireland. <laughs> a, a fantastic conspiracy theory we could start our own of here. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. Uh, Caleb Sherd said, "I would love to have a religious and spiritual conversation with Seamus because I was raised Protestant and became a minister at 18, but as of the last four years, became an an eclectic pagan." Mm. Interesting. That's an interesting journey for sure. Well, let me tell you, my friend, I, I, it's very difficult for me to find the time to engage with a lot of these things, but send me a DM. I'd love to uh, look over whatever you're saying and, and, and try to give you some feedback. I'll definitely keep you in my prayers. I would just, uh, I look, I love my Protestant brothers and sisters. I understand why you left Protestantism. I do. I do. I believe... You should, come, you should come. You should become Catholic. They're accusing us I of love being. This episode. You're accusing us of being. They're accusing us of being pagan, anyways. So this this episode went pagan. off the rails a long time if, ago. If you become Catholic, your We're friends, your Protestant ones. friends, will still call you pagan. But no, but in all seriousness, man, uh, DM me. I'd love to talk to you. I do not believe paganism is the way, but but God bless you. I will pray for you, and uh, yeah, shoot me a message on Twitter. There's one more there. We got another one. Yep. Caper 2X said, but you would make such a cute couple. She means me. and They mean me and yeah. Seamus. That's yeah. what they mean. I agree. Simple. All right. We're going to go on Podluck, and I want to talk about Netflix here really quick. Uh, it says Netflix axes another 300 staff, taking total layoffs to more than 450 people, all in one year because of one bad stock uh one bad stock report. So it says Netflix has laid off an additional 300 employees. The news Thursday comes after deadline revealed in May that redundancies were underway with an initial 150 positions eliminated as a result of the slowdown in the company's revenue growth. Uh, it should be mentioned that the first 150 jobs that got lost were for like their blog department, which if which anybody here, no one reads, did anybody know that Netflix it's, had like a blog? Cause I you. had, I, I did not. It's so funny how many people just blog. have like fake laptop jobs like that. Yeah. Fake laptop jobs. It's no, it's true. That's a, it's a real time. thing. It's no, over it's true. for you. You're absolutely correct about that. This is. Uh, there are so many industries that are way overvalued right now, and we're going to see a massive market correction. Now, obviously, we're going to see a market correction uh, and some serious, serious fallout from the lockdowns. But I think that's also going to be coupled with 
a complete demolition of all of these bloated industries. And if you want more examples of, uh, of Netflix canceling something that would have otherwise stayed, uh, stayed there had the economy not started to crash, we have this one from a while back that I forgot to tell everyone about. Netflix cancels Ibram X. Kendi's animated movie, Anti-Racist oh, Baby. Oh, man. Well, there goes my no! subscription. No! By the way, guys, Unsubscribed. none of you should be subscribed to Netflix after Cuties. Come on. I, I unsubscribed a while before that because there was another uh, really disgusting uh, what was it? pedophilic. There was a film that they had on Netflix where something, I'll just say, something also like very pedophilic occurs in it. Uh, and it's not like viewed negatively. I don't want to get into detail about what it is. It's pretty disgusting. But uh, yeah, so I canceled Netflix over that before Cuties. But then you had Cuties. And uh, of course, I never looked back. So none of you guys should be using Netflix. They, they, they got to go the way of the dinosaur, folks. Well, uh, the idea here is that they're canceling a lot of the, the shows that they think aren't going to make them money. The stuff that were vanity projects it's for so a very long time. ironic to me because... The way that these streaming platforms just gorged themselves with money during well, the lockdown period and yeah. didn't expect that to backfire. Well, I don't know if they didn't expect I mean, it to at least hold, but then the economy started to tank. Well, uh, they should have done it the, no, the second the first. Well, no, but even but shutting down even all when, other industries yeah. but their own would backfire on people's wallets. But also that uh, when when we gave out stimulus checks that this would eventually come back around right. with a boomerang mm -hmm. right. uh, and affect us. So it says, we're hearing that the cuts are impacting a number of different teams, mostly in the U.S., but also in Asia, Pacific, in the Asian Pacific, Europe, Middle East, and Africa, and Latin America. So they must have people employed all over the... Mm -hmm. I always assume that most of the jobs were here in the U.S. and that the people working in other countries were contract workers on projects, like if they're filming over there. So... Right? I, think I didn't. Well, there was the overall count of like 11,000, which they're probably now more towards like 10,000. But I don't think that would include people who come and go as like independent contractors. You mentioned this as a vanity project when we're talking about anti-racist baby. I think there's some truth in that. These these large companies, they have to tie mm -hmm. to the, the church of the far left. And so one way to do that, of course, is to produce the kind of content, if you produce media, that they want to see produced. And I just have to say, not producing anti-racist baby is just as bad as producing racist baby. It is not enough to not make a film called racist baby. You need to actively be anti-racist baby. This is true. And so Netflix has dropped the ball and a generation <sighs> of children are going to grow up emulating racism because of that. Really sick. And they canceled a lot of the, the stuff that was more um, activist in nature. They have like first look deals with the Obamas and their production yeah. company. I love now also how like all celebrities... Uh, like all politicians are forming their own production companies, yeah. Um, because they've realized that the average like Harry kid, and Meghan yeah, Markle have they, their own production company because too. they realize that that's how you reach the the kids. Right? Well, it's that, also I'm not accusing them of this. It also happens to be a great way to launder money. Yeah, great way to True. launder money, right? Like if I, in the same way that once I leave office, if I get a book deal, they'll just the uh, that could be a publishing company really deciding that they value my linguistic skills and want to see me put pen to paper. Or it could mean that while I was in office, I made the right deal by someone or some organization, and now I'm getting a kickback. Same with speaking engagements. Speak, I was going to say, speaking engagements, speaking engagements is, the is a big, big one. one. Whenever you see the bloated figures for like what politicians make for speaking engagements, you're like, yeah, that wasn't a payoff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, the so I, think, I think you could see the same thing with a production company likely happen, where it's like, oh, no, yeah, someone wanted to order the production of a, a series or film or some other short-form version of media content, and uh, you know, it just happened to be someone whose back they scratched while they were in office. We've also got 
got uh, Ted Serendos confirming that they're going to do ad-supported tier. So you will not get ads on your videos if you pay the full amount now. But if you do choose to do cheaper, uh, we've talked at length about how Freebie and Pluto and all these other streaming platforms that are not at, you know that are not ad free where you can get the platform for free but you have to watch ads uh, are growing in popularity so they're going to have an ad supported tier that will just be cheaper they're gonna than have the four one. overall tiers this is just yeah. getting way too complicated way too complicated so we'll, we'll see where that goes but you know as long as they didn't make anti-racist baby i guess you know today's a good day so <laughs> yeah honestly though anti-race so yes it's good they're not making it because it's children's content children don't know any better and would be brainwashed by it but i almost want to see what it would have been well, it would I, have been really. Uh, I would love to know who's voicing which characters. Who plays the baby? That's true. Probably some white guy. Yes, probably. All right. So, uh, Snoop Dogg, Mary, do you want to read this one? <laughs> sure. Uh, it looks like virtual weed is next for Snoop Dogg. Maybe him and Ezra Miller can start a virtual weed farm, and then <laughs> that'll keep Ezra away from children. If they just let him be in the metaverse, this is, this is the libertarian future. Yes, uh, just keep, keep Next, Ezra Andrew Yang in office. Keep Ezra in the metaverse, so he's not can't <laughs> actually touch anyone in the real world. That's what we need to do. If we're not going to put him in prison, we got to lock him in the metaverse somewhere. A new trademark filing suggests the hip hop icon is planning a digital store called Uncle Snoop's in the metaverse, where you can buy virtual cannabis goods. Now, I just want to know. Can they get you high? Yes, you get virtually high. Can you get meta high? I don't know. That's that's a very good question. <laughs> He's filed for two trademark applications that pertain to digital retail stores and virtual cannabis NFTs. Speaking of money laundering, this seems like a fantastic way to launder money as well. Uh, it says it won't so many ways. Yes. You know, there's no shortage. There's no shortage. By the way, I know this is off topic, but I've just been... I've just been trying to find panels from Anti-Racist Baby. The the, the, the actual book. book? Yeah. yeah Got it up at Walmart here. Like, it's really funny to go to, go to the Walmart here and see, like, uh, Mike Rowe's book right next to Anti-Racist Baby. I, I would, yeah. I, I It's interesting. There are panels. I'm not sure if I can read it on air. I would hate to take profits from him because I know you guys are all going to go out and buy the book. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it. Should we just go straight to Womp Womp? Because I don't know what to say other than I, digital weed is hilarious. I don't know what the hell, like, who's actually paying money. We just had to mention it yeah. because I, I don't really understand the value of cannabis goods that you cannot smoke. Makes literally no sense. Those are the only good ones. It would be I, like buying virtual weightlifting equipment. Like, I want some, I, I need some, like, a, a set of free weights in the metaverse so that I can virtually work out. He, Okay. Someone said it's something to buy both for the novelty of it and perhaps as something you might be able to exchange for other digital products. So, okay. I mean, he's providing some kind of value, right? Hey, I'm Team Snoop all the way. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Last one. It's, it's Womp Womp Womp. I love Womp Womp. Yes. Uh, J.K. Rowling falls for Russian pranksters posing as Zelensky in Zoom call. She's such um, a boomer. She is such a boomer. It's uh, uh, when you read what what was actually said. It's it's really really funny. So it says J.K. Rowling fell victim to a hoax played by a pair of Russian pranksters who tricked the author into believing she was speaking with Russian President. Uh, how do you pronounce his first name? Vladimir. 
Oh, right. no, no, no. I always say Vladimir, but it's yeah, not Vladimir. Yeah. Zelensky on a Zoom call. The Harry Potter author was pranked by duo Vovan and Lexus, whose victims have included Pres- Vice President Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, Prince Harry, Billie Eilish, Elton John, and former President George W. Bush. In a video released on YouTube, Rowling sat down with a person she believed to be Zelensky as the impersonators praised her work and made a number of increasingly awkward comments. They do not appear on camera in the recording, but, call, uh, but Rowling does. During one moment of the 12-minute video, the prankster said that the lightning bolt on her famous character Harry Potter's forehead looked like the Z, a symbol used on Russian tanks amid oh. its ongoing v- invasion in Ukraine. Well, wait, was that the straw that broke the camel's back? No, no, oh, it, 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 yeah. it's, it gets worse. It says, in light of the conflict, the pranksters asked Rowling if she would be able to change the symbol of the UK- Ukrainian trident, which is featured on the nation's coat of arms. Oh, no. I will look into that, she responded. The impersonator <laughs> told her they've been writing of... Avada Kedavra on their <laughs> missiles, referring <laughs> to the most deadly spell in her wizarding world, often called the killing curse. She tells them it's a brilliant idea. No, oh my god. They ask about Dumbledore's sexual preference, someone she's previously said was gay. Yeah, we already knew his sexual Zelensky preference. says they're hoping Dumbledore hasn't slept <laughs> with a transgender. Poking at Rowling's strong beliefs on trans people. Um, so I, I, I feel like at this point she must have like realized that something was going on uh, after learning oh, she this wasted. Poor old woman. Uh, after learning that she wasted her time talking to Russian trolls, her spokesperson told the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, that the video which had been edited is a distorted representation of the conversation saying that the entire thing was extremely distasteful. We finally have a Russian, a new Russian hoax. Ladies oh and my gentlemen. goodness. No, you're right. Uh, it. It's, it's time to find out if steel was involved in this at all. I, I need to know <laughs> if, if the, if there's a dossier on this as well. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, the, it was, it had to be the Avada Kedavra thing that broke her, right? I, like, I have no idea, but if it didn't, I'm I'm really disappointed. I can't Wait, say can I have high expectations it? for because I don't really know anything about her. I don't know much about J.K. Rowling, but that would um, that would be a little disheartening. I mean, look, we our land. You must understand yeah. that the weapons are more important now, but we cannot advertise it. I can say it. I can say in the press that the money was spent on children, children, and the, yeah, and we will yeah. buy and low missiles with them in the UK. So let's do that. Okay, I understand completely. And by the way, what? I ordered that our fighters write uh, Ab- 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 Avdra Kedavra. Kedavra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On exactly. the on the missiles that we will launch at Donetsk no. and Lugansk. So how do you like this joke? I love the joke. I love the joke. Hold on finally, a second. T- finally, tell me a, a secret. No. I'm interested. As, as Thank your you. Fan. Is Dumbledore gay? <laughs> I won't tell anyone and who did I won't sleep tell with. anyone. I always I always I said in 2007 that I did I always saw Dumbledore as gay. That's mm. the truth. I, in 2007 and it was a big scandal at the time that I said it. So yeah, I still yeah, uh, that's the way I see him. I mean, so, it's an old man. He's an old man when we see him in the book. So, you know, his his love life is no longer very important, but yeah. That's how I say I will That's never mean. tell this That's to really anyone. So <laughs> hopefully not with a trans- transgender person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh, how my did goodness. she so fall for thing. it this long? She is going to get in more trouble for laughing at the quip about transgender yep. people oh, than she no. is going to get in for saying it's hilarious that her spell <laughs> from her children's book is written on a bomb that people are being ostensibly kill killed with. Oh, so, gosh. Also, she said this is deceptively edited. Wow, where have I ever heard anyone say that before? Oh, I know. Anytime anyone's been caught on camera doing anything wrong or ridiculous ever, it's possible it was uh, deceptively edited. We don't really know. But I will say the fact that she repeats the word joke in her response to the joke yeah. doesn't help her. So we were actually talking about this with Tim the other day. It's harder to deceptively edit someone when they repeat the question yeah. that they were asked in their answer. And so she repeats the question in her answer, which means it's less likely that it's been taken out of context. Thank but you. it is possible. I mean, he could have told her a different joke and asked her what she thought of it and subbed those words in. It is possible. But. It wasn't live. It wasn't, it wasn't live. Like, I imagine that if it was live, she would have gotten about five minutes in and been like, holy crap, I am screwed right now. Mm -hmm. Like, that, oh, that is know. incredible. Yeah. There were some super chats there. Oh, that's womp womp womp. That womp, is a womp womp, womp for womp. sure. Yeah. Joker said, guys, I'm not shipping you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Seamus has to as a Catholic anyways. No, actually, so I don't have to forgive you have because to. you haven't done anything wrong. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. right. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, Joseph said, I love all trolls. Humor is such a wonderful thing. Not for J.K. Rowling today, it is not. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, again, it could, could be deceptively. We really don't know. This kind of thing would not be difficult to fake. It's a, but, yeah. but does she have a version of it recorded that she can release? I don't know how you could be as high profile as J.K. Rowling and not record interviews you do on your end. Yep. But she's also not as tech savvy as members of our generation. She's so. definitely a boomer. Yeah, she's definitely a, little a bit boomer. of a boomer. What is she a boomer or is she Gen X? She's Gen X. Okay. Oh, okay. Same thing. Am I right? I, at least I that I could be wrong about I that. I have to say I, though, I, it's I, it's hurtful to mislabel she? people in that way. I thank you. I was at a family event for Thanksgiving and. Um, you know, I've got cousins who have children who are younger, and so they were running around like calling myself and my brothers and my cousins and people in our age group boomers. It was like, like my brother said something to one of them, and they go, "Okay, boomer." I was like, "Excuse me." She was born in 1965. So, uh, she so she might be, or that's like right. She's like 56, like a year off yeah. of being a baby boomer, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, Joker said, "Seamus, watch Naruto." <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist or Death Note. They have deep messages and are very clever. There are many others, but these are the ones you must start with. I don't really have much time for yeah. new media, especially That's like an entire series. I knew someone, so I knew someone who was a fan of Death Note. Yeah. And I did watch a little bit of it with them. That's kind of the only exposure I really had to anime. And it like what I saw was compelling, but I never like went back to watch it on my own. One of the hardest parts about like doing the show now is like I just don't have the time. To, mm -hmm. to watch all the stuff that I like. I, well, I, other than the things we're like, reviewing, that we like when also, we review like, or go to movies, that's one thing. But yeah. like, w if we're watching a show, like I'm, I'm watching uh, the old man right now. But that's weekly, so like I can take the the shows that are releasing one episode at a time. But I, I can't just sit down to eight or twelve new episodes of something and expect it to just watch it all at once mm -hmm. also I time. if i like anime do i want to find that out about myself that's a, no, that's a you no. will have to reevaluate do i want yourself. to become an anime person no well just well, i don't well, know if i can afford to shameless i think i'm look dirty at yourself enough in the mirror. Yeah, i know like i really i don't think i can afford to become the guy who watches anime <laughs> put a weed sticker else. on his car oh. 
He'd be I a Catholic can't. weeb at that. Catholic exactly. weeb. Oh. I can't be like the traditionalist Catholic conservative guy them, who watches anime. They love Neon Genesis Evangelion. I can't take that plug. <laughs> Andrew Arno said, that's Fred and George Weasley. I'm assuming that means for the... The um, the, the trolls. J- yeah, the trolls. <laughs> Bruce Maximus said, to follow up, Joker, Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood and Berserk are musts. You are being given a lot of homework, Seamus. Wow. I, look, I'm sorry, but I, I'm not going to watch them. I, I love <laughs> you. And I'm not just being close-minded here. I, like, do not have time. I'm sorry. Like, I don't have time for any new media almost ever. I'm lucky if I get a chance to, like, watch a, a movie or episode of a TV show that I like. I just, I love you guys, but... I I don't have time to watch an entire well, series of something. Well, thank you for being so gracious Look, to guest on our show. Well, no, and of course. And I, I just want to be honest about that, too, because I'm not going to be like, yeah, no, I'll watch it and then not yeah. watch it. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I, I, I'm almost certainly not going to be able to find the time to watch it. I've embraced the power of no. Like, yeah. Andy will sometimes like, hey, you want to go on skate? I'm like, nope. Yeah, I, some, got, it, I got it, stuff to do right now. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm still a young fella, 27, but I've learned. I've learned to say... I've learned to say no more often. I think that's that's a lot harder when you're younger. Yep. It's like no, I don't I don't want to or I just don't have the time. Busy. Busy. All right, sh- speaking Someone of Someone said it's the Joker. I'm the Joker baby. Said Seamus. <laughs> he said I'm the Joker baby. No, said Seamus it's 30 minutes a day. I understand that, but like I don't think you understand like <laughs> I don't want. I, I don't have thirty extra he minutes every uploaded, day. He was literally like, in I was the literally middle of uploading, uploading like, a video when he on started show. on this show. And I love you guys so much. I love you so much. I really do. But like, when I have an extra thirty minutes, it's like I feel like Maybe I should something. be reading something that will educate me or, or like enrich sleeping. me or sleeping or like if I am watching something, something that like I really do enjoy and will recharge me. I know. I know it's close-minded, but I just I want to be honest with you guys, Joker. I love you. All right, you're the Joker, baby. <laughs> I, but I just, I don't have those 30 minutes to throw around. I'm sorry. Well, since you do not have the 30 minutes, let everyone know there where they can find you on social media. Jameis. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, you. Thought, yes, me. <laughs> so I have a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes where we literally just uploaded a new cartoon. I think you guys will really enjoy it. It's called, um, it's called, I think, Lefty's... You don't lose know. It. It's called Lefties Lose It Over Row Being Overturned. So go there, check it out. I've also got a website, freedomtunes.com. Seamus is anti-culture. How, how could you cartoon maker who doesn't watch one of the largest genres of animation? No, I don't watch them. I make them, boy. Uh, <laughs> whoa. whoa. Yeah, that's right. So Freedom Tunes, um, if you guys want to go over there, we have... We have a new website called freedomtunes.com where we are uploading bonus cartoons every week. If you become a member for five bucks a month, every single week, you are going to get an extra video. And we just uploaded a video today, which is five minutes long. And if you go behind the paywall, you will get a 12 minute long version of it, which the general audience won't. So go over there, check it out. I love you all so much. And um, I am so sorry to disappoint you about anime. No bikini pictures behind the paywall. No, absolutely not. We don't do that. This is wholesome. <laughs> this is wholesome stuff. I will warn you. There is um, some foul language in the extended version of the uh, libs of TikTok it's not review family that friendly we just did. content. That particular one is not family friendly. No. All right, Mary. There's a couple more there yeah. before we go. 
Caper2x said, thanks guys for a delightful Friday show. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you. Caleb Shurd said, Seamus can be Alexander Anderson from the Helsing anime, a Catholic priest who hunts ghouls, demons, and vampires. LOL. That could be you. So it's, it sounds awesome. Huh. And here's the thing. I know I, I know what you're doing. You're trying to entice I me. See. But, but I will say this. The other <laughs> thing I have found, and this isn't always the case, but Whenever someone's asked me to like watch an anime, it's been like 800 episodes long. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's these hard. shows are really long. Is yeah. the other thing, and I if I, I sort of joked about like I don't want to become the guy who likes anime, but also I know if I get into it, it'll be like how many episodes will I need to watch to catch up? It's really tough. They're like, but it really picks up around episode 255, yeah. and you're like, I got to get through the first 255 to get there. Yeah. It's not always easy. Mm-hmm. Someone uh, else said Mary has orphan vibes, and it's the be- it's the ha- it's the it's the hoodie. I want yeah. you guys to know, like I still love you all, though, and I hope you know I haven't hurt you. <laughs> with my you have. Well, then I guess you got to hurt people sometimes, but it was not my intention. <laughs> he did not mean to do that. Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and WeChat at Closer Kitty, and whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. That she does. Guys, thank you so much for coming to. This was the most, um, I don't know what today's show was, but it was a lot of fun. It was very wow. different. It was very different today. Thank so, you for having me. No, no, this, uh, this was a lot of fun. Guys, if you want to follow me on social media, it's on Instagram, at Brett Dasovic. For the show, Pop Culture Crisis, right here on YouTube, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. For social media, we are on Twitter, at Pop Culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at Pop Culture Crisis, and on Instagram, at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. <laughs> we will be back with another episode on Monday. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.